From the Ohio News Network, this is the ONN Daily Podcast. It is Tuesday, July 6th, 2021. From the Ohio News Network, I'm Daniel Barnett. Governor Mike DeWine this morning signed Collins Law, which increases penalties for hazing in Ohio. It's named after Colin Wyant of Dublin, who died from a hazing incident ingesting nitrous oxide at a fraternity house at Ohio University in 2018. DeWine says hazing in Ohio will no longer be tolerated. We say by, with this law today that we're not only going to get serious when there's a death, we're going to get serious and say that hazing is wrong when there's no deaths. Under the new law, penalties will be elevated from fourth-degree to second-degree misdemeanors, and hazing involving forced consumption of drugs or alcohol that seriously harms someone would be a third-degree felony punishable with possible prison time. DeWine says the bill does more than just increase penalties for hazing. Requires the Ohio Department of Higher Education to implement a statewide anti-hazing plan and requires staff and volunteers at colleges and universities to undergo training on hazing awareness and prevention. The bill spent two years in limbo, but lawmakers were spurred into action earlier this year after a Bowling Green State University student, 20-year-old Stone Foltz, died in an alleged hazing incident. Columbus Blue Jackets goaltender Matisse Kivlenix was killed in an accident involving a mortar firework on Sunday night. Clay Gordon reports. Police say he was in a hot tub at a private residence in Novi, Michigan, when the firework tilted and fired. Kivlenix was running out of the hot tub when police say he slipped, fell, and hit his head off the concrete. EMS responded, but he died a short time later. A medical examiner has confirmed that Kiv Lennox ultimately died from a chest trauma caused by a mortar blast. He was just 24 years old. I'm Clay Gordon. Police say stacks of fireworks piled next to a rental truck ignited and set off a cascade of explosions at a 4th of July block party in Toledo. Dave James has more. Four people were hurt, but none of the injuries are life-threatening. A video from a neighbor shows people yelling and running for cover as the fireworks exploded in every direction Sunday night. At one point, the rental truck briefly caught fire. The truck had been packed with fireworks and was parked on the street at the block party. A Toledo Fire Department spokesperson says they're investigating what ignited the explosions. Dave James, Owen and News. It was another violent weekend in the city of Columbus, with five people fatally shot in separate incidents across the city. Lacey Crisp reports. Starting Friday morning through Monday morning, five people lost their lives due to homicidal violence in the city of Columbus. There have been 105 homicides for the year. Last year, the year where the record was set, there were 62 homicides at this time. Community activists say it's going to take the whole community to come together to put an end to the violence. The more people that we can get off the street are committing these crimes because, again, I don't want it to hit my home and I don't want to keep hitting individuals' homes around the city. In Columbus, Lacey Crisp. An investigation continues into the mass shooting at a 4th of July block party in Toledo that left a 17-year-old dead and 11 others wounded. Jeff Smith has the details. A 19-year-old and a 51-year-old both listed in critical condition. The other victims are expected to survive. Toledo Police Chief George Crawl saying, We should be angry. We need to come together as a community. That We've seen this type of violence in this country all year long, and now it's hit home. Someone there knows who was shooting these guns. The chief says none of the 70 officers involved fired any shots. The chief also tells us witnesses have not been cooperating with this investigation. I'm Jeff Smith. 
Authorities say a teenage girl died after she was hit by gunfire during a gun battle between two people at a holiday weekend party in Dayton. Dave James reports. Officers were called to a home at about 2 a.m. yesterday and found a 13-year-old girl with a gunshot wound. Police say she was taken to a hospital where she died. Dayton police say the initial indications are that a gathering was taking place at the home attended by numerous adults and children. And two individuals got into an argument that led to an exchange of gunfire. A man was being sought for questioning. Dave James, I went in news. A candidate for mayor of Cleveland sent out a campaign ad depicting the iconic script Cleveland sign in red, riddled with bullets and dripping blood. More from Brandon Simmons. Dennis Kucinich, who was running for mayor, is the man behind it, arguing the city needs to do more about the rise in violence. Who's going to want to move to Cleveland? What businesses will want to stay here? But many question Kucinich's choice to use what is typically a positive representation of Cleveland to send his message. David Gilbert, president and CEO of Destination Cleveland, which trademarked the logo, sent a cease and desist letter to Kucinich to stop using the modified image. But Kucinich isn't backing down. I'm Brandon Simmons. And while this 4th of July weekend looked much different than last year, with widespread return of parades, beach trips, and barbecues, health experts are worried about the impact the new coronavirus variant is having. Clay Gordon explains. COVID-19 isn't gone, and the more transmissible Delta variant continues to spread now in all 50 states. We still have hundreds of Americans dying every week of this disease. Uh, 99 plus percent of them are people who are unvaccinated. Uh, that's where this virus really is circulating among unvaccinated Americans. The Delta variant now makes up more than a quarter of all new COVID cases nationwide. So far, 67% of American adults are now vaccinated, just short of Biden's 70% goal by a holiday. I'm Clay Gordon. Special thanks to affiliate stations WBNS-TV in Columbus, WKYC-TV in Cleveland, and WTOL-TV in Toledo for their contributions to today's newscast. I'm Daniel Barnett on the Ohio News Network. This has been the ONN Daily Podcast, a production of Radio Ohio Incorporated on the Ohio News Network.